sitting all your patients were frowning in your face what did you do <laughs> i don't well it's a it's a normal body thing i i suppose it's a normal body thing but they all just were farting in my face I, they couldn't stop themselves oh they were <laughs> They were frowning, and I'm like, wait, why are they? No, frowning? they were farting in my face, <laughs> and a third person did it, and I just burst out laughing. I burst out laughing so hard that the people down the hallway heard me, and when I came out of the patient's room, they were like, "What's going on?" And I said, "I just got stuff blown in my face," and everybody started laughing at me again. Yeah, so basically that's what it was all about. But we are back on another podcast recording <laughs> yes we are <laughs> that is so funny i'm sorry i'm still stuck in there <laughs> what are you still laughing about <laughs> oh <it's> so funny <laughs> i'm sorry i should focus Anyway. You know, it's, it's just, I've I laughed so much about it that I'm, I'm just kind of like, I accepted my fate. You were wearing masks though, right? I was, yeah. I was wearing masks the entire time. <laughs> so that should have helped a little bit. <laughs> That's what you would think. see that's why i just can't do like a cna job and like even nurses like i just respect y'all man because to be doing all that yeah i i totally see where you're coming from like when i was in school trying to you know in nursing school they tell you about how you're going to be helping people you definitely don't think about like the gross parts of it you're like oh i'm gonna be helping people I feel so blessed. It's a calling. Not everybody can do it, you know? Yeah. And then you come out and you realize that this is all you have to do it. Like you're dealing with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody really gives you like the truth. Like, you know, you have to do something about it, but you don't realize that this is the reality. That like, it is this that's, nasty. That's why it's always good that um, they try and have like medical students, nursing students, like anyone else going to the medical field to walk in a hospital first because I feel like if I never walked in a hospital, I would not have like shaped my thinking the way I am. Like it exposed me to so much. Like, okay, I know I definitely do not want to do that. That is just not for me. (laughs) I can see myself doing this. This I can do. That I can't do. Just things like that to gauge where I can land. But yeah. Yep, Yep. absolutely. It's just like... uh me and labor and delivery like as much as I love labor and delivery I love labor and delivery I wish I had that skill in my backpack and my skill set I wish I did spend like at least a year in labor and delivery but knowing what goes that goes down in labor and delivery how it really happens who hats off to labor and delivery nurses I, I I don't think I have it in me yet to go down that route even if I just want to stay there for 12 months I, I not yet not yet. A lot goes down in labor and delivery. It's not all rainbows, people. When your wife, mother, girlfriend, whatever goes to the hospital and wants to deliver a baby, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And when they come back home, you best believe you they deserve the entire world, just bringing that baby into the world. I mean, it ain't- they created a human being. <laughs> they yeah. should get the entire world. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not a walk in the park. Yes. I mean, we had this professor that came to teach us, I told you I'm taking this like hormones and behaviors class, which I absolutely, I'm beginning to love that class a, a bit too much. That is bothering me that I'm loving it this much. But <laughs> we had a doctor come in who is like teaching IVF, like he's an IVF doctor. That's like his main like skills and stuff. That's what he does. So he was kind of teaching us like the ins and outs. And he's like, oh yeah, you can come visit me. Like just get my number from the professor. Anytime you want to come watch a live IVF session at a Mayo, a Mayo Clinic, you can do that. And I'm like, actually, I'm interested in seeing that. Like I would like to see the process. Yeah. It's- wow. Oh, yeah. That sounds fun. It, right? Yeah. The like, only way 
such i was so i've never been i was like can you please come back and speak to us again because he made he was talking about like the hormones and how it affects the body and pregnancy and all that jazz kind of making sense of everything we had learned this semester and then yeah. he talked about back control which he really went in depth in and i appreciate it because i feel like i have had so much about back control but he gave me a whole new understanding that i almost went out and like i want to buy a back control at that point i almost went out to <laughs> Oh, that's how much she like sold me <laughs> yeah it's 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 absolutely amazing Be, when I think of the 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 human body and the things that it withstands and how intelligent the body is how it responds to stress and all those things it just makes me have a whole new level of respect for people who deal with health care of other people who deal with lives mm-hmm. i i've watched a, a live c-section before just mm-hmm. seeing how the doctors cut it up on a person and get the baby out yeah oh, my god girl girl there's also something known as a stat c-section a stat c-section meaning the mom's life is in danger or the baby's life is in danger and they have to get the baby out asap I'm talking in like from zero to 10 minutes, a baby can be out right now, right now. Just imagine everybody in the place going from, all right, everything is okay. We're not doing anything. They go from zero to hundred real quick to, okay, somebody could be dying right now. And everybody just jumps into action. And within the next 10 minutes, a baby is born. Mm. That's that C-section for you. It's like, an episode of ER, whatever your show is, yeah. everybody running away, like just going to the OR or sometimes they don't even make it to the OR. Sometimes they do it in a room. Yeah. Well, that's a whole level. That's, a, that's another topic entirely. If you are an adrenaline junkie, you would really love situations like that. It's, it's mm. like having somebody just kind of like walk into the ER and then they are like, um, saved from the jaws of death. That's basically what it is. Ah, uh, that sounds so exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's me and my experience in healthcare with people farting in my face. Let <laughs> <laughs> this whole conversation. <laughs> what I just find funny is the more I listen to like such people, I'm like, oh my gosh, how can you not love like? biology like when i hear people say oh biology is so hard i'm like it's your body like what is hard about it <laughs> like i don't get it it's yeah. i actually loved my biology class i did love my biology chemistry mm, physics no. i did not care too much for i did not care too much for physics oh i hated physics the only yeah, person that can explain physics to me and i'll understand and like is my brother in <laughs> unfortunately he can't help me now because we're in the same place but literally all my physics professors have been the same from high school to university I'm like y'all all suck like you come into an agreement to be horrible teachers because I don't get it all of you uh. oh man yeah I, I I don't know what it is about physics but physics and I we can't stay in the same room if physics were a person, I feel like I will have to spend a couple of years to understand its language. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, for me to understand physics, I'll have to understand the language that physics speaks before I can yeah. actually understand the topic the, or the subject. <laughs> it's true. Chemistry, at least if I have tutoring, I can understand chemistry to a certain yep, level. Yep, yep. I, I understand chemistry up to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And when I get to that level, then I need more help. But mm-hmm. biology, take me away. I'm, I'm good. I'm all down for biology. I, I get it. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. it just entails your own body. So for me, biology is like exciting. But it also like is a testament to just the greatness of God when you realize just the yep. intricacies of how your body yep. works. Like, oh yep. my goodness. He literally, I on that one. like, oh my goodness, the way God just thinks to create us the way we are is kind of insane, like in a good way when you think about it. I'm like, wow. Yep, yep. I, I totally understand what you mean. It's, 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 I think for me personally, it's the most intelligent part of being, a, uh, like 
being a human being. Like to, to just imagine your body responding to things that it doesn't understand. And it actually creates the mechanisms and the hormones to study it so that when he encounters it the next time, it'll recognize it. Mm-hmm. Talking about the immune system, the immune response when, we, when it encounters an infection. I think yeah. that's really cool. Like, I think that's just beyond amazing. It's like, yeah. oh, what is this antibody or what, uh, what, uh, what is this foreign object, object. you know? Yeah. And then it's just like, okay, are you our friend or foe? Oh, you don't like us. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to release a protein now. So I'm going to learn about you. Okay. And then, so when you come back the next time and you want to get in, you ain't getting in because I recognize you. And the last time you came here, you were not our friend. Okay. Now we're going to fight you. And your body just goes haywire trying to fight that thing. You know? Yeah. I think just amazing just to think about how that goes on it's truly 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 amazing truly amazing like even just because my university is a research university I'm just like so tempted and like oh but I'm not gonna do it because I just know it's just like a temporary thing right now but just (laughs) the research that goes on in biology like so many things you can you're just thinking about and you're like okay this works this way what if you alter it this way what if you manipulate it this way like will it lead to xyz and stuff like the whole research part of it also is interesting i don't know the whole thing is just amazing 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 yeah yeah don't go into don't go into far if you want to do research you're all welcome to do research but if you're thinking that you just want to go (laughs) no research is not for me i'm not myself like i said it's a temporary just fascination with it all but yeah that that's not my life (laughs) it's not for me yeah well, it's it's different. If if someone can pay me to do a re- to get my PhD in something related to watching dramas, I would totally do that. That's different. Yeah, I deserve, there should be a field for that. I deserve. <laughs> that. I deserve Just, yeah, that. yeah. I would totally do write. I would write papers. I would do research. I would interview people. If it's just a PhD in uh, K drama and Chinese drama watching. And just given my analysis, I would totally go for that. Now that I will do. That said, if um, we were rich by the amount of shows we watch right now, considering all the dramas I've watched, I'd be a billionaire. And I'm like, yo, but I'm I'm gonna be right next to you, right there in that billionaire scroll. <laughs> oh yeah, I I won't I I won't have any student loans. That's definitely for sure. Um, I, yeah it, what are, are you talking about billionaires I like I don't know that I would even be able to trace how much I have if I were to be oh god just thinking about the sheer number of shows that we have watched and by the way guys if you're just joining us this is so much to talk about the podcast where Dev and I review k-dramas and Chinese dramas and Thai dramas and Asian dramas in general we give you the good and the bad so you don't have to figure it out yourselves. So welcome to our show if you are just joining us. Which brings us to what we're going to talk about today. So today we're going to be talking about our five top five Korean dramas, which was hard to do. I have to admit, I'm like, I'm going to give you guys a list right now, but don't believe <laughs> that that's actually my top five. Actually, don't believe me. <laughs> Okay, I am actually interested to know if we have any in common because I have my own list and Dev has her own list as well. Um, yeah, it was like, I know why. Think about it. And then I had so many that were like draws and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to just pick some random ones that don't have like similar storylines and they have like things that make them unique. But then I'm like, ah! The shows that I really like that I never finished, but technically should be in my top five. But I'm like, so there are a lot of like variables to this. Yeah. So this isn't yeah. necessarily my top five, top five. They're the top okay. five that I'm just going to share with you that I feel like you should check out. I'll put it out. Yeah, totally. And and uh, I, the same goes with me. I, I believe the top five doesn't really uh, represent um, what I think. Okay, how should I put it? Let me put it in a different way. I chose, I selected these five dramas based on what I believe they represent. I believe they represent like a turning point in 
the history of Korean dramas. Mm-hmm. I believe that that those this this dramas actually made history in their genre and the type of content they created meaning when we saw those dramas the other dramas that came after it stepped up their games yeah so that's why i selected this drama it doesn't necessarily mean they are the best that's in the history of great drama putting describing it because i'm like yeah that's a nice way to describe it so yeah i definitely agree with that like the just my five dramas i feel like we're turning points in certain drama types that i watched or set the stage for certain drama genres that i appreciate now or changed the game in the k-drama world or just even in the asian drama world but you're not necessarily 100 my best because like i said there's especially one that i will mention it but I never finished that drama, but it was definitely, if I'm to say my top five drama, that drama should be among my top five dramas. Just yeah. I didn't finish it. So I'm like, I don't know if I should put this on the list, but it was so oh, yeah, it definitely to go on it. I I have one of those too. I have an unfinished drama that is on my list. So yeah, you'll you'll be fine. All right. So okay. So we're we're doing quick let's do the countdown this way let's start with number five and then we could do we're gonna do a drum roll down to number one and let's see what if we have anything in common all right what's your number five so um my number five um i would say my number five is descendants of of the sun yeah so for me personally this is so this is why i picked this drama um i love it not that much go ahead i'm listening yeah yeah, I actually debated putting this on the on the on the list because honestly, it, okay. So when the um, the the what's the word I'm looking for? Like the craze when the craze died down a little bit, then I realized that oh, okay, maybe this drama wasn't all that okay. But they had a lot of star power. Number one, awesome. and and the two leads were actually great looking. I'm talking about the drama has a cult behind it due to the incredibly good looks of the actor and the actress. Uh, Son Jung-ki is, uh, is an amazing, great looking guy. And what's the name of the female lead again? I forgot her name, but she looks absolutely amazing. Son Hye-ko. Yeah, Song Hye-kyo. Yeah, she is actually, she, she's very beautiful. And, and pretty much the entire cast. I don't think I, I, I ever saw anybody ugly looking in quote in that drama so but but in the drama the reason why I picked it is because we see a special forces agent and a medical doctor and they came together despite all the odds that were mounted against them and it's a pretty okay disaster story and this is something that we don't see a lot of Korean dramas do Mm -hmm. and I felt that the fact that they actually try to have a romantic life or play a romance in a disaster is something worth celebrating in a K-drama. This is not something that you see in Korea, typically. Typically, you will see something like this in Netflix shows, right? And I think that I actually love that part. So my favorite part actually would be, if I were to talk about my favorite part of the drama, it actually has nothing to do with the lead and the, the, the guy and the girl. They were not even in the frame. So my favorite part of it would be, well, let's, I actually, let me go back a little bit. My favorite part would be when either the guy or the girl were interacting with the kids in the, in the camp, mm-hmm. in the disaster, the settlement camp. Mm-hmm. And it just showed me just how vulnerable people can be after a disaster happens and how kids are so innocent and how they are so impressionable like whoever walks up to them at that point and shows them love and kindness, you get to see how they respond to you. So that for me was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. My not so favorite part about it, I would say I wanted more action. I wanted more disaster. I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, I'm not a disaster loving person, but I wanted more action and less romance. And, and honestly, yeah. And, and honestly, the kisses suck. What? Period. Wait, what? I, yeah, the kisses suck for me. I it it sucked. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I really did like Descendants of the Sun. I it, I actually thought of it when I was listing my dramas, but then as I was listing my dramas, I'm like, no, Descendants of the Sun is not even my top ten. I really loved it. I do agree it was a game changer because I believe it was the first drama that was pre-produced in Korean drama history, and so it started 
the whole line of pre-produced dramas and you guys can connect correct me via twitter if i'm wrong but i believe it was the first one if it wasn't the first it was the first like major pre-produced let's put it that way drama mm-hmm. So I really did like it. I loved the leads. I love Song Hye Kyo even before Song Jin Ki. Then I knew Song Jin Ki um, during his drama with what's her name, African, but it was I think Nice Guy or something. The name Nice of the Guy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did this nice something drama. But anyways, so yeah, I did love the sentence of the song. I love the military team. Like for me, it's still one of like my favorite k-dramas i am mm-hmm. not amongst the group of people who hate on that drama because there's a group of k-drama lovers that really talk on that drama i'm not in that i really interesting like i haven't rewatched it ever again though but i really did like it oh yeah yeah definitely for me it was a game changer so that's why i think it deserves a spot on my top five and that's why it's really number five i don't think it's an amazing great drama but i think it really deserves a mention because it definitely changed the game nice okay yeah so let me go with my number five is gonna be fate and this was a drama starring v min ho and oh. um it was starring Lee Min Ho and Kim Hee-sun. And that drama. it aired in like 2012, but I really liked it because it was one of the like main time drama, time travel dramas from Korea. Because that time China had Bubu Jin Zin. I don't know if Bubu Jin Zin came out later or prior right now. It's not coming to my head. But Fate was like the eat for um what's it called? A time travel drama during that time. That's why I really liked Fate. It was different. It was about a doctor and also a guy in the military, but a military guy <laughs> in different time. What is it with doctors and military people? Exactly. So see, we have something in common there. So that's one thing I really liked. I loved how he was a great fighter who basically had his ideals. He went for what he wanted. She also was a smart female lead who knew what she wanted. She went for what she wanted. And I loved that the bad guys were like bad, not bad as in horrible, but like they were really good in their being bad. Oh my God, yeah. And stuff yeah. like the roles were badass. So I absolutely loved the bad guys also. They slayed their roles. Like the one guy with his flute, I still remember him. Like the doctor, like there's just so many things about that drama that I really yeah. enjoyed. But like I said, I really liked the story of like going into the past and then her coming into the future to get things from the future to go back to save him. It was just really oh, new. Yeah. And I remember the part for me like it opened the door for like Korean dramas doing the whole time time travel thing so I really really like that I think my favorite part of that drama was when she came back to the future to get things to go back to like um save him and stuff Mm -hmm. one of my most impactful scenes but um I really really enjoyed that drama wow yeah you actually took me down memory lane I I have to agree with you Fate definitely deserves a spot in the top five. Yeah, I I agree with you. Cool, cool. So should we go to number four now? Yeah, sure. Okay, awesome. So, all right, on my list, number four, I would say Coffee Prince. Oh. Yes. Yes, Coffee Prince. I finished that drama. You did well. I'm actually, I'm not surprised. There are so many things you don't finish that you just make me scratch my head sometimes. Um, so, uh, for those who don't know, Coffee Prince, it's this actually very light romantic comedy about a girl who dresses as a guy and to work at a coffee store. And and for me, um, personally, I think this is, I mean, this was the beginning of like a whole slew of like gender bender dramas in Korea. Think about any Korean drama where a girl cross dresses as a guy, or maybe the girl does it on accident and somehow it sticks because she is stuck in this position where she has to fake being a boy or to make ends meet or to cover for a friend or a family. Um, so I believe, and I believe any actress who can trace her significant rise to fame from a gender bender work needs to pay homage to 
Yoon Hoon-hae because she really set the scene for tomboyish looks and believable acting. Like, because she she killed that role. She definitely killed that role. She killed that role as this girl who works in a coffee shop and has a crush on the, uh, the is it the guy who owns the coffee shop or the guy who runs the place? I've forgotten, Gong Yu. The guy who owns the coffee shop. The guy who owns the coffee shop. And she totally, the, her styling, her looks, it was just perfect for the drama. Like, she, they didn't even try to make her look pretty at all. That's one of the things that I like. They didn't try to make her look pretty, but she looked pretty. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like they were like, oh, um, the 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 viewers gonna notice that you're a guy, so let us retain some of your girlish looks. No, they didn't try to do that. They gave her a really nice tomboyish looks, and she killed that role. And it's been over ten years since I've seen this movie, uh, and. I, I know when I talked about Descendants of, the, Descendants of the Sun, I talked about my favorite part and not so favorite part. And to be honest, I'm a little biased because I don't have anything negative to say about this drama. Because after we, after we, you know, we see Coffee Prince come and come and go, other types of dramas came into existence. You know, a girl trying to dress as a guy to go to, um, uh, is it like a, uh, all boys school. I think it was this drama with Sui, um, her soul rest in peace. But yeah, this this was the game changer when you talk about gender bender dramas in, in K-dramas. Coffee Prince is it. So it deserves a spot on my top five and it's number four. I, I like, well, the only thing I'll say about Coffee Prince is I did like Coffee Prince, but I didn't finish it because I didn't of like course, it. Of course, you didn't finish it. <laughs> but it's one of those dramas so guys i have this thing where i don't finish dramas but that doesn't mean i dropped the drama like if i drop a drama i will tell you i dropped it but <laughs> i didn't finish the drama just know that sometime in future it might be 10 years later i will go back and finish that drama like so it's on my list to finish guys, guys her list her list of i didn't finish it is longer than any I don't know if I didn't finish it was like a bank account. It's richer than any rich man in this world. Let's just put it that way. Deb's list of I didn't finish it dramas is richer than any rich man in this world. <laughs> it's I can hear your voice. Oh my God, I can hear the OST in my head right now as I'm even talking about it. It was the drama starring Lee Bo Young and Lee Jong Suk. And it's basically about a female lawyer who um, teams up with a public defender and a high school student who's gifted in hearing people's thoughts to catch a killer, basically, that was out to get her because she witnessed a murder. And so it's a Nuna romance story. And basically, a Nuna romance story is basically she's older than our lead and like i told you the male lead in the drama was in high school and so she's older than him and stuff while she was already a lawyer so there's that age gap is an age gap romance and i feel like that was a drama that started my whole age gap my love for age gap romances was i can hear your voice i really yeah love yeah yeah and um, I loved the chemistry between Lee Bo Young and Lee Jung Suk. I loved the story. I loved the fantasy part of it. That was the beginning of like those kind of fantasies of people either hearing voices or smelling mm -hmm. uh, things like the I can smell. There was one with the smell that came out. Um, I actually didn't like that drama. The one I, with I the girl. Like drama either with the smell. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> that started the whole like um what's it called cascade that happened after that and stuff so i really really did like the fantasy elements of i can hear your voice it was just unique like imagine if you could hear everyone's voices and stuff so i really liked how it had romance it had thriller it had mystery in it it had fantasy so it had a lot of things that i really enjoyed and a bit of comedy to just make up for it for the intense mm -hmm. moments which i really really appreciated um, I think my favorite 
part of that drama was basically the end when her rival, like the second female lead, not necessarily a second female lead because it wasn't a love triangle in the typical mm-hmm. sense love triangles mm-hmm. but the second female we joined Annie Reed's team and stuff like I really loved their like relationship like they were frenemies and so I really really liked their relationship and their dynamics so that's what I loved about I can hear your voice totally totally and I I agree with you on the Nuna romance thing in some instances again it can't be um I think it can be a little uh creepy because I, I th- when it comes to Korean dramas, I think Korean dramas sometimes push the Nuna romance dramas a little bit too far. But it was this That's instance what? where... Dramas? What? <laughs> <laughs> in this instance, I think that it worked for both leads because I think in reality, uh, Lee Jun-suk was older than 18 at the point. So people really didn't bat an eyelid over it. If he was a minor at that point and he was playing a minor in the drama, falling in love with this girl who's several years his senior, that would have been an issue. Plus, I think they were very smart in the sense that the romance element was a little bit subdued. I'd, correct me if I'm wrong. You're right, because they waited yeah. to actually not really be in school anymore. Yeah, it was kind of subdued. It was kind yeah. of subdued. So, yeah. and it wasn't like in your face, yep. you know? And uh, I, I, that's what I really like about it. Yeah, it really does deserve a spot on the top five. Yeah. Okay, so my number three, I'm actually surprised we have nothing in common. You have a lot of the dramas that I personally would want to put on my top five, but I'm sticking to my top five. Uh, number three is The Devil Judge. And uh, I selected this. I haven't finished this drama. This is the drama that I was talking about that I have not finished because I love a good suspense when it's really good. And, and when you kind of weave legal matters into it, you have my attention. And this is what the drama is all about. So Ji Song in this drama is the head judge of a dystopian court system. And this is the drama that I actually got to know. Uh, well, I didn't. I knew him before, but I actually really got to notice Ji Young of GOT7, the um, the K-pop group from uh, what's this label, JYP. Yes. So Ji Young of GOT7, I actually got to know him. So Ji Young is also a lawyer in this. Is he a lawyer or a judge or a young judge? I don't know, but. He works in the court as well, as well as Kim In Jong playing the femme fatale. So Kim In Jong is playing the femme fatale and she is like an antagonist. And to be honest, I haven't finished this one. And it's for the same reason that I haven't finished Titanic. I'm scared that I'm going to hate the ending, even though I already know how it ends. Titanic? What? I have not finished Titanic because... Even though I know how it ends, I don't want to bring myself to watch it. Be like, okay, I watched the end because then I'm going to have to agree with the ending or I'm going to have to conclude it. And so in my mind, Titanic is not concluded because I personally haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's silly, but I have this thing in my mind that because I haven't watched it, then it didn't happen. So um, I haven't finished the, watching The Devil Judge but I think it's it, this one deserves a mention because I haven't seen a lot of K-dramas address a dystopian society the way this drama does. And the way it does having a very strong lead with romance as a secondary element. So it's not, if you want romance, this, this is not your drama. Obviously there is some flirting and there is some like, uh, um, you know, some really cheeky scenes, some scenes that will make you blush a little bit, but it's not all about romance. And I was actually surprised that I loved it, you know? So I, I really do like it because it's very, very uh, performance heavy. You know, there's a lot of like uh, scenes where you, you think that it should be in a film, for example, but it's not. I like the pacing. It moves really fast. I would get, definitely give it that. So it's number three. It's not a 
whole lot of people's cup of tea, but I will put it there because it deserves to be mentioned. I want to see more dramas like this. Nice. I haven't watched that yet. However, I have watched my number three drama, which is called <laughs> It's Okay, That's Love. And you know, I wanted to put that on my list, but I was like, maybe she's going to do it. So let me leave it off. <laughs> See? Maggie's the type of person that she cares about, like, what other people might have in their list. I don't care. What I have is what Whatever. I have. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for keeping it on your list. Now, let's hear why you love it. So, It's Okay That's Love is a drama that's starring Jo In Song and Gong Hyo Jin. And it's aired in 2014, and it was basically a story about this successful novelist and radio DJ who's a male lead, and this psychiatrist who is always at odds with him about love and relationships. But slowly, they start changing each other as they live together, and we find out that he has this huge mental problem that we never knew about. And... I really, really love that drama because it changed the game for mental health in Korean dramas. It basically was the drama that started the whole team of addressing mental health situations in dramas and not just in dramas, but it felt like it went along with society because society also started talking about mental health um in a more open and honest way just like general society and i don't mean just korean society but american mm -hmm. society and wherever you are in the world society just the world at large started taking mental health seriously and not as something negative that you should be put down for or seen as this insane crazy person or someone mm -hmm. that's he needed to just lock up and put in a psychiatric home and things like that so i really really loved that drama the way it tackled mental health i loved totally. the dynamics. literally i wanted to make my room look like his room i love the architecture and the set designs in that drama i really love the dynamics of their relationship just the back and forth how they talk like the lines the way the lines were written oh, really the lines were really clever clever really lines i'll tell you um my favorite part of the drama would definitely just be the dynamics of the people she lived with with her that was my favorite part of the drama my favorite scene in the drama would be the scene where she comes out in a towel and they're all all the guys because she leaves with three guys and the three guys <laughs> are just like checking her out and stuff and she's totally unfazed by it and one of the guys is her husband and he realizes these two other guys are checking her out but he doesn't flip out he doesn't like react negatively they were just so cool and normal and i just really really appreciated that about the drama that they didn't really blow things out of proportion so i really loved this drama i think my the only thing i didn't like about that drama is when we found out what was wrong with him she had to leave him for a while which made sense that she had to leave him for a while mm -hmm. for him to heal because her being with him was just adding to his whole like mental health situation but mm -hmm. it'd been so torn by dramas where a female lead has to travel away for a year and then come back where they separate for a year and all that jazz that it really really bogged me with that drama however yeah looking back it makes sense why that had to happen and i understood why that had to happen it's just that was the only thing that really bugged me about the drama apart from that the osts are still my favorite osts like i literally bought them i love that drama everything about it is just perfect highly recommend yeah wow wow you make me want to go back and watch it again yeah yep yep you i, I definitely hmm yep i want to see it i want to see it happen yeah. So on my number two, I have Mr. Queen. Are you familiar with this, Deb? I feel like I know the drama, but I feel like I can't remember. Go ahead and tell the story. It sounds oh, okay. So Mr. Queen is a romantic comedy about like trans migration into the past. It's kind of like fate. 
the remake of the Chinese drama. I remember it now. I watched it, but I didn't yeah. finish. Okay, so well. it's like a top chef, a top chef, chef in modern world going back in time and she gets into the body of the queen. I am in love with this drama and I will watch it again sometime in the future. So in this drama, we have Shin Hyesung, the female lead, which is a little confusing because the male lead is like Kim Hyun Jung, but the voice that actually voiced the guy in the female lead's body when he gets into the body of the queen you know, in the Asian times is Choi Jin Yuk. So this guy is a chef in modern times. So they're at a party and someone did him nasty. Someone did him, set him up and put some kind of uh, a food that uh, uh, a very VIP person is allergic to and serve it to that person and lied that the chef made the food and served it to them. So he's being chased, you know, people were like, you blew this, you're going to be under arrest. And he's running away saying that he didn't do it. And in the course of running away, I think it fell from a really high, I, I think, I don't know how many stories. And then when he fell, he fell into a body of water. And then when he woke up, he woke up in ancient Korea and he woke up in the body of somebody else. So he has to learn how to navigate his new identity in the body of somebody that he's not familiar with, the opposite gender. And then he has to also learn how to think like a politician. He has to learn how to think on his feet because there's a lot of court intrigue. And I love court intrigue dramas. So he has to learn how to trust people. He has to learn how to not trust people. He has to learn how to speak in those times. He has to learn how to get his way, realizing that he's not as free as I thought he would be, despite the fact that he's the court queen. I totally love this drama. And the best thing about the drama was the music that plays whenever this guy, you know, he's a guy in the body of a female. The music that plays when he awakens inside of the female lead's body, you know something funny is going to happen. And that's where the comedy scenes really do happen. Like he does silly things. And the audience catches it, but the people, the cast in the drama, like the, the other people don't. And you're just like laughing because it's so hysterical. And it just, I love that about the drama. Uh, my not so favorite part, because I, like I said, the guy who voices the female lead in the female lead's body, it's Choi jin Yuk. I had a mild challenge accepting the fact that even though he's somewhat popular, he's not the male lead. and it's, it was weird for me because it was like there were three male leads in the drama, but one of them is not visual, it's not present. So we're actually only hearing his voice and we only see him in the first and the couple last episodes. So, but it deserves a spot on my list because um, going back in time, time travel dramas in Korea are getting better. That's what I've noticed. They're improving time to travel dramas. And I think that if there is any time travel drama that comes after this one, they really need to up the ante. They really need to improve and they can't go back in their quality. This was a really well done drama, especially a romantic comedy about time traveling. I loved it. I did like that drama. I loved the Chinese version of it. I loved the Korean version. But at the time the Korean version was airing, I started watching it, but I didn't finish it. Like, I think I watched like two episodes. They were really good or like four episodes or so. And they were really nice. It was an awesome drama. But I didn't finish it because I got distracted by something else. There was something airing at that time. I can't remember what, but it was so good and that's what normally happens with me something else that's better comes out when i get distracted mm -hmm. so there was something else airing i can't remember what that totally took my attention like 100 and so i didn't pay attention to that drama again and so it just kind of fizzled out from memory but it's definitely on my list of dramas to like go back and watch whenever i'm bored and stuff because that's what i do with dramas that i don't finish yeah, yeah, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, but I'm going to have to check out the Chinese version because now that you mentioned it, I want to see how that one is interpreted because the interpretation of this dramas, you know, or novels might be different. 
And I want to see the Chinese interpretation of it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. All righty. So Over to you. Drama would be. Ah, oh, this one's hard. It's all the same actor. So I'm like, even as we're talking, I'm like, ah, oh, which should I choose? Which should I choose? It's the same, like, the same female be the same male lead. Like, I kid you not. <laughs> like, I don't even okay. know which one out of them. However, I think let's just go with this because I have mentioned one that deals with mental health. So let me go with this other thing. So it's okay. going to be great. And this is a drama starring Huang Jung Eun and Ji Song. Oh and my God, you stole mine. <laughs> and this is a drama that, and I'm just going to throw in honorable mention. The other one that I was really torn about was Kill Me, Heal Me. But um, Secret was a drama about this lady who was dating this lawyer who gets involved in an accident and basically makes her take the fall for him. And the person that he killed in the accident that leads to his fiancé going to jail on his behalf ends up being our main lead's fiancé or the person our main lead lost. So our main lead makes it his mission to ruin our female lead's life. Like, it was so bad. He, he did so much to her. She suffered so much only for him to basically find out it wasn't her fault it was her fiance's fault and then he falls in love with her so it was an angst feel drama of like star-crossed lovers that i absolutely loved revenge that i loved that was done so beautifully i loved the emotions i loved how raw they were with the emotions Han jung Eun's crying like when something i, I don't want to give spoilers but when something went down in the what's it called in the prison with her eh, child let's just put it that way i don't want to give more than that spoilers but it was just that was like a huge huge moment for me the way she cried in that drama like she really didn't put on this face of um, i am an actress i have to look pretty i have to look beautiful she just lets it all out that's something like with her in terms of like female actresses and stuff so i really love that drama i love the key scenes especially the last (laughs) in the end it was so hot she's actually just so hot so i really love that drama i feel like it's what started like the whole revenge like i'm coming after a group of chables or whatever that did me wrong and things like that it started a snowball cascade and stuff in k-drama land but i really really loved that drama my favorite um part of that drama was definitely the scene where um her scar was revealed because she had a scar at her back yes basically comes and basically and then he takes her to this place where he kisses her scars and it was just yes. the, the sweetest most romantic thing ever so that drama made me cry my heart out it's still a drama that i have rewatched a number of times and i still get the same feeling every single time like when those two come together jisong or hang jung um you know you're getting a masterpiece and that yes. was Yes, I I totally agree with you. And that drama also kind of made me realize that a lot of people might not realize this, but if you are in a toxic relationship with someone, this is not your passport to stay in that relationship. Like this is just a drama. So people don't stay in a toxic relationship if you realize that someone is really causing you a lot of pain and anger and frustration and emotional scarring, you need to leave. But this drama definitely oh my god yeah i'm gonna have to like prepare my mind if i want to watch this again thank you for putting it on your list so my top drama of all time starring the same people that you mentioned is kill me heal me kill me heal me is my top my number one drama because this drama is the first that attempts to address the issue of multiple personalities while juggling like building romance between the leads period and this is 2015 and 
it's okay that's love that you mentioned that kind of addresses mental health was in 2014 so i kind of like this like i said you know once korean dramas attempt something they have this groundbreaking drama then the other dramas that come after it tend to improve better on the plot on the premise so the fact that we have this mental health drama coming after it's okay that love that was in 2014 is uh is is eye-opening and is worth mentioning so we have Jisung and Hwang Jung-hum in Kill Me, Heal Me. Jisung is a guy who has seven different personalities in, living inside of him. And uh, we have Hwang Jung-hum, who is a psychiatric resident, I believe. I, think, I don't think she's like a full-fledged doctor yet, but she's a resident. And I think she got hired to care for him to see if we can try to merge his personalities into one single person to kind of quote heal him again kill him first by killing those people and then heal him in the process smart and my favorite part of the drama was when we have all the personalities come out and act their own scenes and uh anyona is my favorite personality the girl the teenage girl who lives inside of him who is totally inappropriate absolutely rambunctious teenager comes out of him and is in love with our female lead's brother and chases him everywhere and wants to have a peck with him and finally succeeds in having a kiss with him but she was smacked in the head and he had to she had to disappear and our male lead took over his body that was my favorite part my not so favorite part in this drama i think the flashbacks uh, I thought that they were a little bit excessive. That's, I don't know if you thought that, but for me personally, I thought that the flashback was excessive. And okay, I don't want people to think that I'm someone who likes to have uh, a tragedy happen in a lot of movies or I like dark stuff, but I believe that the explanation that the explanation for his multiple personalities was not, I didn't really buy into the personal the explanation. For example, his dad beat him, okay? And he, he witnessed his dad being abusive to the girl when she was younger. And that's why he developed multiple personalities. I'm not trying to excuse domestic abuse. And like I said, if you're in a situation where you're being abused or you're in a toxic relationship, you need to leave and get help. But I honestly was expecting something worse, something more traumatic to ex explain his multiple personalities. So for me, I felt like that was a little bit weak. Okay, his dad beat him and that's why he developed multiple personalities. Or he watched his dad beat another kid. That's why he experienced multiple personalities. It's like when you're younger and you're coming home from school and every day you watch this neighbor beat his kid and that's why he developed multiple personalities. Um, I thought that was a little bit weak. I'm not minimalizing or minimizing what's the word. You know what I'm trying to say? But I wanted something more traumatic to explain, uh, to explain that. Again, this is Korea's first attempt taking on multiple personalities. So I kind of welcome that. And the flashbacks, though, there were a lot of flashbacks, man. Uh, that was something I didn't really like too much. But it deserves a spot on my number one, man. I'm going to rewatch this drama and I can never get tired of it. So that's that. So I absolutely loved Kill Me, Heal Me. Like I said, in my number two, it was the drama that I was having a hard time choosing between, between it and Secret, but then I decided to go with Secret since I had already mentioned one drama with mental health. And I just mm -hmm. kind of had a feeling that my he was going to mention Kill Me, Heal Me. So I'm like, oh, okay. Let me just leave it for her. I uh, was thinking about what's on other people's list now. <laughs> leave it for her because i have the trust that she will measure she has to otherwise we'll just redo my list again but <laughs> kill me heal me i don't have one bad thing to say about that drama the ost was insanely good that was a drama that cemented just how good an actor jisong is for me because so he slayed all the personalities it was insane he totally did what he needed to do it was also a drama that i appreciate because Park Seo-joon was the second male lead in that drama. That was mm -hmm. where he had moved to our male lead territory. So it was really nice going back and seeing that drama going, oh, you were once a second male lead. Look at how you've gone far. You're now a male lead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
my favorite number one this I however this number one is the exception it's actually my number one for real for real for real for real for real for real the moon embraces the sun oh it's called the moon embraces the sun it is starring kim Hyun, hanga in Kim Yoo-jong, Yo Jin-gu, and Kim So-hyun, the female. So the male and the female were both in the drama. And it's basically a historical drama about a woman who was betrothed to the crown prince. And she basically ends up in this scheme by the queen that ends up killing her, but technically not killing her. And she loses her memory. She becomes a shaman. And this prince grows up becoming the king and he is still like he doesn't want, even though he is he was forced to marry someone else, his heart is still with that girl from his childhood. And so they meet again. And I absolutely love those drama. Like this was a drama that made me fall in love with Kim Sehyun. I, I kid you know, it wasn't even Dream High. It was this drama. I still remember seeing him on like when they revealed him the first scene he was revealed to us like his grown up counterparts that's Kim Sehyun himself and he was seated on the sedan chair for the king and he he goes have you ever seen a king this handsome and I'm like that is so true I haven't and <laughs> that was dangerous date like that's one scene that never goes out of my mind when i think of that drama i think of that scene like have you ever seen the king this handsome he was so handsome in that drama but that was just a sidebar the important thing was he was a smart king and if you've watched a lot of korean historical dramas the kings are not that smart they are always played by other people like the cuts um people they're played by the um what's it called, ministers and all that. However, this was a drama where Kim Soo-hyun was smart. He was a smart king and I appreciated his brains, how he was able to figure out who the girl really was when they met again in future, how he gave everyone like the rightful um, karma that they deserved for what they had done to him in the past. It was just such a beauty to behold. Also, I loved it because it was one of like the first like introductions, deep, intense introductions into like fantasy team dramas like that yeah. in historical drama land. So I really, really loved The Moon Embraces the Sun for that. Plus, it had all this amazing cast that have grown up to be even more amazing, like Yo Jin Gu and Kim Seo Hyun and um, what's the other one's name? Kim Yoo Jung and stuff. Yeah. So I really, really love that. Drama, that drama will always have like a special place in my heart. Wow. 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 Yeah, yeah, you definitely sound passionate talking about it. Oh my God. You I love all the dramas on your list. So I'm gonna adopt your list as mine too. So let's do that. <laughs> but before we go. I'm going to throw in one drama that I feel like I, I have to give it a honorable mention, but it's the drama that I said I didn't finish, but I absolutely adore. Six Flying Dragons, starring You Are In. That drama was so good. So I didn't finish it. I highly recommend that drama. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, Please do, if you liked Nirvana in Fire, I think Six Flying Dragons will be right up your alley. It's yeah. basically a story about the foundation of the Joseon dynasty, and it is so good. Oh my goodness. Like, insanely good. So I highly recommend it. Yeah, I, I definitely, I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, I didn't finish watching it. I don't know why I didn't finish watching it. It might be because there was another drama airing yep. like concurrently at the time. So um, when I have another drama airing at the same time, sometimes I just go for the, I don't know, the other one, one or the other, go for the lighter one maybe. Yeah, um, I will definitely check it out. But my goodness, I, I now I have a list of dramas that I need to rewatch. So I'm going to be busy, y'all. 
So that's it from us. You've learned about our top five dramas, top five dramas, can't even talk anymore. Um, you've heard from me, Margaret, and you've heard from Deb. So I hope you really enjoyed it. I hope you loved it. Every two weeks we drop new episodes and you want to check us out on our Twitter account or you want to check, send us our email, we will drop this in the show description and uh, we would hear from you soon. Again, this is Margaret from So Much To Talk About. And this is Deb and y'all have a great day. Bye. Bye.